Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Triumphant Show with Sharita Lovelace. I am your host, Apostle Sharita Lovelace, and I am so happy to have another opportunity to be in the land of the living and to hang out with you on this night, whether you're catching it live broadcast, whether you're catching it via the replay, whether you're in another country, wherever you are, I am super excited to be with you on tonight. We have a phenomenal show on tonight. I don't want you to miss it. Take about 30 30 seconds and make sure that you send a text, pass, share um, to all your friends and family um, and let them know that the triumphant show has started and uh, God is going to meet us um, at a point of need today. So I am so excited about what he's going to do and we are just availing ourselves unto him. Listen, as you all know, we are, we are based on Second Corinthians 2 and 14. And let me tell you what that says. Um, it says, but thanks be unto God who always yes. leads us in triumph in Christ and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. And I just love that scripture because it reminds me that if I remain in God and he in me, wherever we go, we leave a fragrance of God. We leave the presence of God. We leave something that causes a believer or unbeliever to say, hmm, what is that? And some people are saying, wow, what must I do to be saved? And all you had to do is walk by them. Come on, somebody. Yes, and yes, so Lord. that's how our God works. And I just thank God that he just loves us so much that he wants to remind us that he always is victorious. He repeats himself mm. over and over again. And as you know, the model of this show is the place where victory repeats itself. And mm -hmm. so tonight we are having another victorious night. I am so excited about it. And you have got Got to hear the words from my guest, this awesome bishop that we have on the show tonight. I mean, I almost can't even hold in my seat, but I'm going to be <laughs> obedient on tonight and follow the flow as yes. I am supposed to. Um, and so remember, I want to make sure that you follow, like, and share this broadcast. If you are watching us live or on replay via YouTube, you can definitely find us at SL Ministries um, TV, all of those that are on that are watching on YouTube. We just thank you. If you have not subscribed, make sure you go and subscribe to S Lovelace TV. It's a journey. I'm building it and I'm excited for what God's going to do. We just want to meet the masses, equip them yes. and bring hope and change. And listen, if every now and then you just want a quick word, you can also follow me on Twitter. I know a lot of people don't always use Twitter, but I still do. And guess what? It's just my name, Sharita Lovelace. And finally, you can also go to Instagram and follow me at Sharita Lovelace. Um, and also my email is sharitalovelace at gmail.com. If you or someone you know wants to be on the show. And so tonight, without further delay, I want to go ahead and introduce my guest on tonight because I'm just excited for what God is doing um, in, in the body of Christ and how Hallelujah. he is illuminating vessels that I call masterpieces in this season because we need mm -hmm. to be led and hear uh, from the Lord and God has just bringing up the remnants. He's bringing people together and he's, yes. uh, he's allowing um, us to hear his voice even louder than ever before if we pay attention. So let me tell you about who I have on the show on tonight. Um, I have Bishop Dr. Jo Joseph L. Ricks. I'm telling you, I'm excited to talk with him tonight. You're going to be ex excited too. Um, mm. Raised in Baltimore, Maryland, singer, songwriter, professional saxophonist. Um, let me tell you, he was 11 years old when he started playing the saxophone. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. Um, at a, a certain point, he launched um, into uh, more of a professional role in the music industry um, spent with his brothers. 
spanning over a career of about 30 years. Oh my God. Um, but then at some point in his life, and I can't wait to get to, do, to this part, he felt led um, to kind of step back from music a little bit and launched into ministry full time. Um, and so we're going to hear about the church. We're going to hear about what that was like, what's happening now, what happened then, et cetera, with the church. Um, he's just a minister of the gospel, husband, a father, grandpa, all the above. <laughs> we are so excited about that. Glory be to God. Shout out to all the family members. Shout out to the woman of God. Um, and we're just happy that that he's here. And so we're going to talk about his music. Um, that is that is a new single now and the details about that. We're going to talk about how the fact that Mel Holder, who is a saxophonist oh, yeah. himself, a multi award winning um, and writer musician who also is part of his new single um, is on this. And we want you all to be able to know how to retrieve and get this music and continue to connect with the bishop. But we're going to go back to the top of the show and we're going to go back to the beginning of uh, Bishop's life. And so I want to just formally welcome you, Bishop, to the triumphant show with Sharita Lovelace. Thank you. Bless you, woman of God, apostle. <laughs> Amen. Thank you so much. Listen, we're happy to have you today. I want to talk a little bit about um, the things that have gone on in your life growing up. Um, in at some point, you went to the School of Performing Arts in New York. Is that correct? Uh, oh, yes. Actually, I was born in Baltimore, Maryland, and my mother brought her three sons to Brooklyn, New York. She decided to raise us in Brooklyn, New York. And it was nothing but the grace of God that allowed me to attend Erasmus Hall High School, which uh, some people know uh, different performers went there. Barbara Streisand was one. And mm. uh, there's a very popular R&B group, uh, Full Force. And uh, Yes, Andrew, I remember Andrew, them. Remember them, Flatbush. And then also <laughs> Mel Holder. So, yeah, so Mel Holder. So. Wow, phenomenal! And so it was. It was during that time, I'm assuming, that you fell in love with music. Did, were there people, family, parents around you at that time that cultivated this in you, or was it just something you saw that made you say, "Hmm, I want to experience that"? Which one was it? Well, you know, it's really to me, it's a crazy testimony because at <laughs> 11 years old, uh, my older brother Arthur, he had a band inside his band in Brooklyn. In case some of them are listening, and. Uh, he had a saxophonist. I'm not going to call his name tonight. They called him the last time. <laughs> and the saxophonist didn't like playing the saxophone. He didn't like the band. He didn't like anything about it. And so it was always arguments. It was always a problem. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I had saw James Brown and the JBs wow. on television. And I was just blown away at how they would move with the horns and right. all that. So I always had it in my spirit. I don't know how to explain it. It was in my spirit to play the horn. So yeah. when, when Chris quit the band, had a big argument one day, and Chris, I'm done with this band, and, and everybody was all upset. I went down to the basement. You ready for this? Yes. And no embellishment. I picked up the saxophone and started playing all of the songs that they had been doing <sighs> strictly by ear. It was just God's grace on my life. Oh. At that point, believe it or not, yeah. the, guy, the guy's name, uh, Chris, he said, listen, you can keep that horn. <laughs> we never saw Chris again. <laughs> But that was the beginning of my music career with my brother's band. Right. Wow, that's amazing. And playing and by awesome. ear and being able to pick up that that shows that God had poured in that gift in you already. And he was oh, probably man. just waiting for you to recognize it by picking up that horn and being able to play. That's amazing. And so as you went through your younger years in life, um, mm -hmm. did you just stick with music that whole time? Or did you feel at some point in your life a call into ministry? How did faith play a role with music with you in your life and then that transition? Share with us. 
Yeah, well, it was another awesome testimony because uh, coming up under my brother, anytime the bass player didn't show up, he'd tell me, Larry, get on the bass. So I had to learn how to play the bass. The drummer didn't show up to rehearsal. Larry, get on the drums, guitar. So I ended up playing multiple instruments. By the time I got to junior high school, I started playing in the classical band, had to read music now, you know, things like that. Got to high school, continued to play in the classical band, but I was gigging on the outside. So I really thought I was a big shot, you know. None of those guys was playing in the high school band, but I was actually gigging every week. Right, right, right. (laughs) You know, but as you grow older in life and you begin to experience different things in life, you know, I went into into the Marine Corps for a while and Mm. uh, I came out of the Marine Corps and uh, God allowed me to meet, and I literally say this, this is gonna blow your mind, right? Yeah. The the woman of my dreams. Now, a lot of people say that, right, Apostle? But I had a dream about her (laughs) when I was 17 years old. I saw this woman in the dream and we met on a train, right? Wow. (laughs) It's funny, to me it's funny. And uh, (laughs) she saw my name in lights, L-L-A-R-R-Y. She was at the beach when they saw my name in lights. So wow. I, came, I come home from the Marine Corps now and I'm getting my life back together, you know. And so I'm on the train one day and guess who walks on the train? She that pretty, That pretty light-skinned, <laughs> brown-haired girl that I had to dream about. Wow. Now, here's the really unusual mm-hmm. thing. We both didn't realize it at that time. Right. But as we got together, as we got together over time, yeah, it came back to me, wait a second. I had a dream about you. Mm, and she oh said, you know something? I saw your name in lights and her friend testified to it. Her friend Louise testified to it. And so okay. I guess we could say it was one of those uh, unions, one of those marriages that was made in heaven. And now, 39 years later, 31 years in ministry, wow. four adult children, five grands, and a whole heap mm-hmm. of spiritual children. Yes. One church in two locations. Come on. Staten Island, New York, and Florida. We still together, serving the Lord. Look at that. Through so all of that. Glory. To God be the glory. Come on is, now. Is, is God good? Yes. I, I love Hallelujah. that. And, and I'm so happy that you shared about dreams because I wrote a yes. book on dreams. And those really? of you that are listening, yes, listening and mm-hmm. watching tonight, I'm telling you, your dreams have meaning. And be careful how you treat people. You just never Amen. know what God is designing or setting up for your life. So that's a powerful testimony. And the fact that you have two churches in one location. Now, these churches are both in one One church church. in two locations. All right. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. I got to get it right. Help me, Lord. (laughs) And so- It's just a lot with me. It, that's wonderful, but that's what we're, we do. We, we reach. It's our, our, our responsibility to reach and, and to help people and kingdom build. And so how how is that for you balancing um, ministry with that having the two churches? Is that a difficult task? Have you found it to be challenging? Um, you know, share a little bit about, about that. And these are both located in Florida or where are they located? Uh, well, the headquarters church, Staten Island, okay. New York, and that York. church is 31 years old. Wow. Uh, eight years ago, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and said, you're going to feel like you're starting all over. Mm-hmm. And I said to the Lord, I told this testimony to the whole church. I said, Lord, you yeah. know, I can't do that. <laughs> I was 30 wow. years old when I started this. So, you know, I had a lot of energy, okay. a lot of strength. At that time, I said, Lord, now you, you got to do a little better than this. He said, no, it's just not going to be the same. Yeah. Would you believe it? My wife had a stroke while we oh, were wow. on vacation in Florida. And it almost, I mean, it, it was just a one of those horrendous experiences. But the testimony is that God is a healer. And oh. the sh- to keep it short, 
God healed her right there in Florida. And when he healed her, he brought her back. He spoke to me, and I'm giving you the short version of this. He said, right where I healed her, and you spoke about this a little while ago. He said, there's a remnant of souls Mm. that, that I want you to go and get. And a lot of times, you know, when we're doing ministry, you know, we want the crowds. We want, you know, we want the metal, right. you know. Yeah. But the Lord spoke to me and he said, now, because I'm a city boy. I grew up in Brooklyn, you know, and yeah. all I know is all I know is a city. The so, city. You know, right. now we now we all the way down south. We're in Florida. Right. You, know, you can't go no right. further unless, mm-hmm. unless you go across the water and go to Cuba. The water. That's right. <laughs> and, and so the Lord That's says right. to me, he says, now, because he knows I'm all about souls. He says, how far will you go for one soul? Wow. Wow. I said, wow. I said, well, Lord, you took me to Africa. You took me to Italy. Mm. You took me all around the world preaching. So, you know, you know, you know, Lord, I'll go f- for one soul. But eight years later, eight years later, the extension of our ministry is more than one soul. Yeah. And God Amazing. is bringing the souls in. He's he's yeah. blessing the folks. And I just yeah. got to get to God be to all the glory. Right. Right. And, and so but you all coming together, you you were not or were you and explain your transition into Christianity because you were um it did, you weren't always in Christianity can i say that like that T- tell this testimony because i want those of you that are that are just tuning in right now we are listening to bishop dr joseph l ricks tonight singer songwriter um pastor amazing story but this part of your testimony really is um amazing because I believe I just want to set somebody free tonight those of you that are listening and watching I just need you to get set free a little bit because we're in a season right now when the pandemic hit people's faith began to shift people's mindsets begin to shift people begin to question their faith their walk with Christ they begin to question whether or not the word of God was true they begin to wonder is this part of the Bible is this not we had different people that were speaking a voice not every voice was a voice from God we have so much confusion to the point where there are souls that are not grounded and secure in what they believe that have been weebling and wobbling between mm. faith, between sounds, between mm. their understanding of what the Bible is. And so mm. tonight, I want someone to hear your testimony. I want to take that time to hear it, to demonstrate how important it is to remain steadfast and unmovable, but also how important it is to understand that, guess what? You may have been that or be that now, but mm. Jesus is to the same today, yesterday, and forever more and he's waiting for your yes and so your testimony to me can shift some mindsets tonight tell us about what happened prior to that in your life um and so we can really just pour into the people tonight wow you know this is what it's really all about because i'm trying to keep everything condensed now because like i said so uh, you got some time <laughs> and, so, <laughs> yeah, um, and, and so like i said i was just you know i was just a young guy growing up in brooklyn you know, I was running with the wrong crowd. You know, I was doing all kinds of things that we do. You know, I wasn't really a gangbanger, but I wasn't really a thug, but I just was out there doing my thing, you know, doing drugs, hanging out, all of that kind of stuff, playing music, thinking I was all that, you know how it goes. Yeah. And so eventually what <clears throat> happened is I really needed to make a change. I was failing in school. Uh, my wow. mom had, my mom passes away and, and, you know, all these different things are happening to me all at once. And so all of okay. a sudden I was invited to a, excuse me, I was invited to a meeting at the uh, masjid. And so mm-hmm. the guy asked me, he says, well, what are you doing right now? You know, at the time I was kind of like soul searching, you know, right. You're not, he says, you're not doing anything. Just come on to the masjid. So I go to the masjid at that time. I was like around 14, 15, go to the masjid and I become a Muslim. Right. Now as a Muslim, Amazing. as a Muslim, you know, we had to sell bean pies. We had to sell papers. You know, we had to literally know 
the Quran and the Bible to combat Look at that. Christianity and Christians. And so I kind of grew raised up in it quickly. And by the time I was about 16 years old, I had the desire to be a minister. And so I was really, really, you know, versing myself with the Arabic and, you know, reading the Quran back from, from cover to cover, reading the Bible. And I was reading both books. When my, when my wife first met me, she said, boy, you said you read both books. You must really be confused. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But wow. The, funny thing, the funny thing about it now, like I said, I come home from the Marine Corps. You know, right. I'm a Muslim, you know, I don't eat no pork. You know what I'm saying? I, I, got, right. a little, I got a little Arabic under my belt, you know. Look at that. And, 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 I, and I run into her. Now, mind you, I was the kind of guy that if you didn't know your word, if you know your Bible, if your faith was weak. Yeah. You know, I, like I was talking to my good friend, Bishop Bloomer, you know, I had like a religious demon. I won't keep it 100 with you. Look at that. And, keep and it 100. I, and, and, and I would cut you down. I remember one time I yes. saw a guy on the train, <clears> an older man than I was, and he's walking with his Bible. And, you know, I, I, you know, I, I was bold. You know, when you serve the devil, sometimes you're bold. Yeah. Said, you, you got that Bible. And, and I mean, yeah. I, tore the, I tore this man down in the train station in about 60 seconds. And all uh, he could say to me was, all I know is Jesus, the son of God. That's the kind of, you know, thing that was going on with me. Yeah. But here's, here's, here's the other thing. The Lord allows me to meet my wife, Melissa, and we fall in love. Yeah. Now, she's a backslider at the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. She okay. was in the church. But she backslid. So now okay. you know, I met her. You know, I just came home from the Marine Corps. So you know, I'm I'm, I'm this macho guy. You know, I'm not really mm -hmm. I'm not really trying to be Islamic right now. But you know, so right. she goes she goes back to the church. <clears throat> wow! I'm like you gonna go back to the church? I'm gonna go back to the masjid. Wow. <laughs> and so now there's a clash of power in the house. Mm -hmm. And remember, if you didn't know your word, my wife really didn't know much. You know, yeah. You know, I just I could just slice it down. That little girl, we got into some what I call intense fellowships. You know what those are. <laughs> intense fellowships. Those are those are straight up arguments. <laughs> you know, your right, God, my right, God, with your the God, mouth, my yeah. God, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, wow. oh, no, I'm gonna put my hand, I'm gonna put my hands on. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, with yeah, the yeah, mouth. It was very yeah. And so yeah. one day he was going back and forth. She says, well, All I know is uh demons have to flee in the name of Jesus. And that mm. thing just stood for some reason, that thing just stood with me. Demons have to flee, you know, because we was getting into all that demon talk, you know. Wow. We, we, we was dealing with we was dealing with uh, demons as you know as the jinn, as evil spirits and wow. Satan, but we never had any power over them. So that stood wow. with me, and mm. so my my conversion comes one weekend when my wife and children are away at her mother's house for the weekend, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm up at five a.m. Yeah. And I'm I'm doing what the Muslim do. I'm praying to Allah praying. 5 a.m. Yeah. But all of a sudden I hear this loud laughter, Apostle. And wow. I know there's nobody else in the house. So I'm sitting there and I'm hearing all this laugh. So then I heard one voice on one side laughing. And I heard another voice on the other side laughing. I said, wait a second, am I losing my mind? Mm. All of a sudden I felt this pressure and this this presence attacking my body, like trying to enter. Wow. Bam. And I'm like, you know, I'm panicking now. Right. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I, I, I don't forgot about the Arabic, you know. <laughs> right. Arabic didn't come through you know, that time. I, I, I forgot the one finger up and the left foot up. I forgot all right. that stuff. I, I was in a battle. <laughs> I was like, I don't right. know what's going on. I said, right. but, um, I, you know, I cry. now I'm being honest. Now, a lot of folks yeah, don't like it when I testify like this. You come know, on. Folks get upset, but I got to tell the truth. Got to tell and the so truth. I, and so I said, oh, I said, oh, Allah, help me. Wow. And it was quiet. Cricket, cricket, cricket. And mm. the laughter got louder. Wow. So I started thinking, I said, now, is this these church folk some kind of way trying to come against me some kind of way? But wow. the pain, 
apostle of these demons that were trying to enter my body was so mm. intense. I was desperate. Jesus. I became desperate. Mm. And I said, I said, you know what? My wife told me in that intense fellowship, demons have to flee. Now, I, had, I had raced, I had raced through my mind and I thought about the Quran now, because remember, I'm cover to cover, yeah. you know, every right. Ramadan, all that day. And I couldn't yeah. find not one verse in the entire Quran. And there's no Muslim that can tell you this that would cause demons to flee or to bow mm. at, at the name of Allah. And so I call, I said, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna call on Jesus. Wow. What do I what do I have to lose? So right. I said, Jesus. And all of a sudden the laughter stopped. So I said, okay, you're a little quieter now. So let me try this Ooh, thing again. So I got I got I got a little bolder with it now though. I got a little bolder. Right. Jesus. Right. All of a sudden I felt the presence leave. Mm -hmm. oh, my God. But it was feeling good. Now you know you calling on the Lord. Right. <laughs> Start right. feeling good. So I, I I called on him one time too many, and I mm. said Jesus. Mm. And Apostle, I don't know if you're ready for this. If your your audience is ready for this, I'm sure they are. But a, a bright light came into the room, mm -hmm. and the glory of God showed yes. in the room. Yeah. And I fell on my face, trembling. Mm. And the Lord stepped out of the light. He said, you called me. Mm, mm, mm. And he said, since you called me, he said, choose this day whom you will serve. You will serve. Woo! Come on. Mean, the demons left. The mm. pain was gone. In the presence of the Lord, I was just trembling. I mean, I was just yeah. shaking at his power, at his glory. Yeah. And I just said, Lord, I choose you, Lord. I said, I choose mm, you, Lord. Mm, mm. My God. And I gave my life to the Lord that day and been running for the Lord ever since. So I got a word. I got a word for all these brothers messing with these backsliding sisters. You keep on messing with them backsliding sisters, they're going to lead you right into the church. <laughs> when they go back to that's the Lord, right. you're going to find yourself walking with the Lord. So that, that, that's what we that call a road to Damascus experience. Yes. Yes, clearly that was. I don't know about y'all that are listening and watching the show on tonight or catching the replay, but I'm going to tell you that that is just the power of God. I, I don't care. And I just have to come into agreement. I don't care who yes, you decide to test or try or to serve or yes, how much Lord. you think you yourself, your flesh can um, have authority over something. The yes. name of Jesus is so powerful Hallelujah. that truly Hallelujah. demons do flee. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ Lord. And I remember one week ago, Bishop, one week ago, I shared a test, an audio testimony on one of my pages about a vision I had where this particular, and I'm not going to go into detail for the show, came at me. And, and I remember starting to say the name Jesus. It was me just starting to mention the name of Jesus that the demon fled. Yes. And so I am here to say yes. that that even at the mention of the at name the of, of Jesus, name. that Glory it will go and flee and, and mm. go away and God will show himself in those situations. So what you are speaking Hallelujah. on this platform tonight um, mm. is, is no coincidence because um, the goal is to uh, let people know that we serve mm. a living God. We don't Hallelujah. serve an idol or a, a man or a figure. And this That's is it. why you've got That's to it. know that you know that you know your That's identity. You know. You're either in or you're Hallelujah. out. You're either black or white, just like my That's shirt it. right That's now, it. because That's God's it. word is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. That means that it has power and you can't keep dipping uh. and dabbing and wondering you still going through a cycle of confusion. 
Make your choice. And I Amen. remember, see, this is Amen. why you're supposed to be on the show, because you said that you heard the Lord say, choose ye this day whom you will serve. I remember Amen. choreographing uh, for the world and choreographing for the church, and I was going to get my master's degree at the time. And I remember my, my last year at Clark Atlanta, and I was choreographing for the girls. And I remember the Lord said, choose ye mm. this day whom you're going to serve. So the Lord gave me a decision. You can make a choice, y'all. You can make That's a decision. It. God gives That's us a it. choice. And so your words, That's they it. just echo in my spirit. And I pray oh, that somebody hallelujah. listening and watching tonight, that you will know that God is all powerful. It does not matter. He oh, still God. loves you, that he will still pick you up from wherever you're at. He will oh. even allow you to go through an experience to experience something else so you can really understand and realize that um, prodigal, come on back home. Can't, God, can't God is here you waiting like for you. you. Can't nobody <laughs> do you like Jesus. Come I'm on, sorry. Well, I'm well, sorry. Know, the, the first time I preached in London, you know, we have some churches wow. in London connected London. to us. Yes. I remember I was sharing a testimony with them and so many folks in that church, Pastor Fred's church, had been mm -hmm. married to folks of different religions. Wow. And there was almost confusion going on because I could relate to those type of struggles, power yeah. struggles with your faith. Right. But the word of the Lord is, if you have a family member, that's a 5%, that's a Muslim, yeah. Uh, if you have a family member that's of a different faith, don't stop praying. You don't have to. Wow. You, don't have to you don't have to argue with folk. Right. See, <clears throat> when my wife went back to that little storefront church, they began to prophesy to her, and they told right. her. They said, "Where's your husband?" She said, "My husband's home." She said, "Well, they said, right. well, your husband is called by God to preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ." Wow. My, my wife came out the spirit like, wait, wait, hold it. That man praised the Allah. <laughs> right. You, you sure y'all got this sure? right? And they said, listen, right. th thus saith the Lord. And do you want to hear something? I ended up going to that same very storefront church, don't matter the size, mm -hmm. what matters is the power, mm -hmm. and taking communion with that church. And everybody sat back and said, we know God didn't change this man. Wow. So don't stop praying. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. Lord is nigh. Mm -hmm. Don't stop praying. He'll hear you cry. And they ministered yeah. to my wife. They told her, don't argue with him because, you know, his faith, you know, I was almost a master at arguing. Yeah. <laughs> like I, said, wow. I, had, I had some spirits up in me that I could argue <sighs> you down, you know, Ooh. but when we come, when we come to Christ, he gives us peace. Yeah. And mm. what she began to do was she began to be, speak peaceably. And she began mm. to, to talk with a different tone and and, and, and kind of like act like she was listening to me. She probably wasn't, but she, you know, right. but that 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 peace is what drew me. You know, that peace would cause right. me to think about the Lord. So when I had that encounter, because you know, some folk, Apostle Sharita, it's gonna take an encounter. Because right. the way the devil has his hand on some people's life, you know, he just he just had me, you know what I mean? Yeah. The way he has his hands on some people's life, God has to supernaturally intervene. Mm. to get them to bow. And I'm Ooh. telling you, down through these last 35 years of being saved and, and 31 years of pastoring, yeah. I blessed the Lord. One of my first writings, one of my first books was a pamphlet about, am I really submitted to the will of God? And wow. in that pamphlet, I began to deal with what was the five pillars of Islam compared mm -hmm. to what the scriptures tell us, which makes us saved. And so uh, by the grace of God, you know, I've just been able to minister to people of different faiths and yeah. help folks 
Mm. Come out of confusion. You said a couple of minutes ago, mm. God is not the author of confusion. No. As I'm not. reading two books. I mean, my wife's like, I, what you right. doing with both? <laughs> How you right. going to get clarity? But see what right. the Lord was doing. He was counteracting all those years that I had read the yeah. Quran. And he was allowing me to see the distinctions and the contradictions to the extent that I'm saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, and right. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who turns back on the Lord. Come I ain't on. going back. Yeah. Oh, this is powerful. <laughs> it, I mean, it's just bless, you got me started. Me. Now, don't get me started. No, this, no, this I, I, is I'm trying to be cool. <laughs> we, we need. I see my friend, uh, Minister Eric Miller. Uh, we need the organ going right now to go into some worship yeah. and just oh, begin to I praise mean, God for what yeah, He is yeah. doing. I just pray yeah. tonight, those of you that are listening and watching, or even catching the replay, we are talking to Bishop Dr. Joseph Ricks. Um, not only is he a bishop, but he he is a uh, musician, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment but you know it, we're just talking about the testimony of how God yes. just transformed his life and and I'm I'm excited and I'm glad that you shared about um, the knowledge of having to read the Quran and the Bible simultaneously and mm -hmm. and, and about that confusion and mm -hmm. and if I step back a little bit Come to on. the people that are listening and watching we mm -hmm. have to be careful what we're attached to who we're attached to what we're doing because that's also uh, different authors of confusion in your yes. life we yes, think it's Lord. all good and it's all well mm -hmm. you said in in and what happened to you that experience that encounter you had Bishop that mm -hmm. you heard laughter and you knew it you at some point you knew it was demonic you knew it oh, was yes. from hell this mm -hmm. is why men and women of god those of you that are listening tonight you've got to know the voice of god and the uh, way you know the voice of god is through your relationship with god through your it. praying praying with him through you reading the word to you yes. asking him to speak to you because things will happen in your life if they already happen where it's going to look like somebody's talking and you're going to think it's god and it's really Come the on. enemy let me tell you there's some demons that are prophesying there are people that know the bible but they're dark and they're speaking into your life and Come you on. can't let it happen in this season things Amen. are intensifying and you've got to know what voice and sound you are hearing in the spirit realm and it's so yes. key you don't have to be a biblical scholar to, scholar to say god i want to know your voice just That's tell right. him just get on your knees and pray and tell him. And, and I believe that God will God will come to you and allow you to oh, understand this is me. You know, this yes, is who will. I am and I'm ready to take you. And I promise things in your life will change and will shift on tonight. We have to use wisdom in this. 100%. And so, 100%. And so yeah. Bishop, with, with all this going on and God just just moving your life and you've been able to go across the waters internationally to bless and to minister how what happened that moment when music started to come on back into your life when you say all right it's time to do the music again as well what yeah. what was that like well you know that was that was also just the lord because uh i had dedicated my life to ministry apostle and i had told the lord that all i had to give you're talking about a young guy coming into the church you didn't have much I said, all I have to give God is my talent. And mm. I said, I won't, I won't pick up another horn. I won't play another instrument unless yeah. I'm playing for you. Wow. And so down through those years of me getting saved and getting filled with the Holy Spirit and getting called into the ministry and right. all of that, I had laid the music down. And wow. so over the years, you know, I'm happy doing the work of the Lord. Right. But I had a prophetic conference where... Um, a couple of friends, a good friend of mine, overseer Nelson, he came in first and he prophesied. 
And then another good friend of mine, uh, Bishop Wiley, Leslie Wiley, he came in, yes. he prophesied. And, you know, Mel Holder, me and him, we, you know, when we were in high school, we didn't really know each other. But oh, when wow. we were on this side of, of the, the fence, we got to know each other. And so uh, we realized we had a lot of people in common, all ideas. So he was always coming in and ministering on the horn. Yeah. But uh, one night he was ministering on the horn in the church during this conference. And they allowed, you know, I had got up to sing because we kind of like filling time. Yeah. So I'm singing this song, I'm singing, and I'm singing. <laughs> so Mel comes out of the, 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 the front room there. He says, man, who's doing all that? Singing? He looks, so you see, he, he said, man, he said, I know you can play the horn, I know you can sing like that. And so the prophet had prophesied to me, and this is why, you know, the Bible says, believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. Prosper. He said that there's going to be a 24-hour miracle in this church. Ooh. And, you know, of course, I'm concerned about the saints. I'm like, God bless the people of God and this and that and third. But all of a sudden, I get a call from Mel Holder the next morning. a.m. in the morning. And I'm saying, well, you must want to talk about the service and everything. He said, man, he said, said, man, I heard you sing. He said, I felt the anointing flowing on you, man. He said, we need to get you in the studio. Are you hearing this? I said, my "My brother, I haven't even been in the studio in in, in a long time. He said, brother, he he said, but the way God is working, he said, come to the studio. And before I got to the studio, my wife prophesied. She said, the Lord's going to bless you so that whatever they (laughs) offer you will be exactly what you want it to be. Yeah. So here I am sitting in the one and only, Mel Holder. Mel Holder. The, the, the man of God, the horn player of <laughs> horn players. And he swings around and he, he's listening to some stuff I can do. He swings around and says, Rich, he says, was it on your heart that you want to do? Um, I, I couldn't believe it. I lift my hands. I said, God, I want to thank you because after 30 years of serving you, he promised me, mm-hmm. now this is going to blow somebody's mind. He says, when you hit 60, yeah, I'm telling my age. He said, when you hit 60, he said, I'm going to do something special, Apostle Sharita. He said, I'm going to do something special for you. Mm-hmm. So I want to encourage all of those who have sacrificed their dreams mm-hmm. or, or put you know, their passion on hold to do the will of God. My God. Because it's only what we do for Christ that uh, will last. And the Lord will never forget your offering. He will never forget what mm. you render unto him. When you give him your whole heart, guess what he does? He takes it, cleans mm-hmm. it up, fixes it up, blows on it, and gives it back My with God. power and demonstration. Mm. So here I am now. <laughs> now, all those years ago, I was running around trying to get record deals and running around trying to do all of that. Right. And it and it took God 24 hours My God. to put me, to hook me up with uh, Mel Holder, one of the one of the best in the business. And on top of that, I got connected through Mel with Round the Clock Entertainment with yes. my brother, who's my promoter now, uh, my bro- brother Carlton. Carlton. And shout so, out Carlton. Shout out Carlton. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like God is amazing. What he's yeah. doing is he wants someone to remember is not how old you get. Mm. It's how faithful and loyal you stay wow. to the call. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> so you got it. me stirred up now. I'm, all, I'm, no, all, I'm, all, I'm almost good. wide open now. Let's let's keep it moving. No, no, th- <laughs> this is good. I mean, stand faithful to the call. That is it. Mm. And so, Fish, I'm so glad you said that. The reason why is because so many people that let's say are trying to advance in their gift in media. Let's talk mm-hmm. about media. Oh. They are looking for the acceptance of man and how mm. man qualifies them. Okay. But we have to let the Lord qualify us. We have to know that if He 
gave it to us. He'll Come equip on. us and lead us. And so what you're saying is that you may have gone through something, but you surrendered and availed oh, your sure. life to the call. And because yeah. you did that, God came in 24 hours and made a change. So while yeah, people are still wondering, I got to get my numbers up, I got to do that. What did God <laughs> say? Is your gift from God? Are you glorifying yeah. him? What, what's he doing? You know, and yeah. if, if someone that's listening tonight, then you know you you can relate to this 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 word from Bishop. I, I pray in the name of Jesus that tonight God will continue to stir into you um, that desire to be closer to God and not so much to man and what they expect from you. Um, because it. again, if that doesn't last, it's almost like building a house on man's applause. But at some point, the applause stop, the stadium lights go out, the that's people it. leave the parking lot. There's nothing there. And if you can't right. afford to keep the keep the lot, then the people, the city, the state will come and shut it down. So that's when we do things according to God, things will last, you know, and things will mm -hmm. go um, in more of a powerful way. And he will pl place us um, in the faces of great men. Yes, he, will. he will. He will put us in front of those great people yes, he that will. will help us undergird us and take us to a place, you know? Yeah. So what you're sharing with us is, is so powerful in the midst ahead, of all that. <laughs> you know, and I, I just feel like someone yeah. needs to know that tonight because so many of us put things down or we're mm -hmm. wondering who thinks what. I, I remember, and let right. me just share this 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 transparent message, this moment yeah. right now. Um, I just put out something for a dance, a worship artist broadcast that the Lord. Okay. Okay. Uh, we lost connection. Lost connection. Oh, there you go. You're back. strategy and you're going to make things come to pass. So when it's God ordained, God birthed, God led, you know, don't worry about the people and the followers and the likes and the dead. Who cares? Glory be to God. When you put your life in God's hands, life in God's hands, you are surrendering your life no longer to the permissive will of God. Yes. But now you have opened your life up to the divine will of God. My that means that God doesn't need our permission at that point to bless us. Because <sighs> once we on. surrender to his will, God says, okay, now I'm going to take control. I want to take the reins. And yeah. I guarantee you, the way God will bless us will be above and beyond what we can imagine. My God, that's the truth. You know, and, and it makes me think, have you, um, and I know many people have, but have you, and, or let me say this. How have you handled the test, if any, that the enemy has tried to come back to you with um, because God has really freed you from, from all of that? You know, have there been moments and times where you're like, uh-uh, not today, enemy, <laughs> you well, well, know? I, I, you know, it's funny that you should bring it up because uh, one of my very best friends in life, actually, he was the best man at my my, my wedding uh, 39 years ago. His name wow. is Kim, awesome bass player. And, not, he's not, I mean, I think he believes in the Lord, but I don't know where Ken's at right now spiritually, but I think he believes in the Lord. Funny thing about it, though, is I ran into him, oh my goodness, many years back. And this was okay. a group I used to play with for many years. And we had an awesome singer, uh, uh, Barbara Harris, who was one of the lead singers, and she was from the group The Toys. And we just had a, a very powerful ensemble. Okay. And so, anyway, I run into him, you know, in Staten Island. He's like, hey, you know, because he knew me as Yusuf. You know, he's, hey, Yusuf. Right. So I'm like, hey, brother, you know, you don't really call me that no more. 
No, no. I said, no, no, man. I'm a pastor now. He really, really. He said, well, listen, Mr. Pastor. He says, I need a horn player. Wow. <laughs> and he said, the gig is paying so much much and so-and-so. So I'm like, how much? You say? He said, yeah. Right. So he, said, just, he said, just two nights of, of performing and you can carry home a certain amount of money. Now, I'm telling you, this is my wow. friend. This is me, me and Ken. We go, we tight. But, well, you know, wow. I'm working with the Lord now. So yeah, Abraham yeah, yeah. and Lot got to separate. Right. So I just, I, it, it was no accident that our paths cross. And he has this offer. So I said, well, Ken, you know, how's that going to look for me to go and play in the club on Friday and Saturday yeah. and get it and get in the pulpit on Sunday? He said, well, he said, I ain't going to tell nobody. <laughs> I said, brother, I love you, but no deal. Yeah. <laughs> no deal. And so God would do that. He will bring yeah. certain levels of tests our way. And you already know this. Yes. So that we will develop a stronger persistence. Yes. And seeking him. Because right. I tell you, had I compromised at that point in time, I might have lost what's most precious and dear to me, wow. which is the anointing. Mm -hmm. Because the Bible says it's because of the anointing <clears throat> that every yoke is destroyed. Yes. And so no matter what we do, you dance, you sing, you yes. choreograph, but you do it under the anointing. Come on. I preach, I pray, I sing, my wife prophesies and preaches. Yes. It has to be under the anointing for souls mm. to get delivered and for souls right. to be saved. And so I never want to do anything right. to compromise the anointing right. of God. Amen. That's powerful. And that's it. And I pray those of you that are listening tonight um, that you are receiving something. I'm looking at the comments here. Um, Oh, this is awesome. Thank you all for just the things that you're saying in the comment section on tonight. I want those of you to try to go back and, and read through it. Thank you all so much. Yes, this was a test. Yes, this is awesome. Fantastic. So, Bishop, we have just a few minutes left, about three or four minutes left. And um, what what I know you have music out, uh, My Soul Longs for You, which is again yes. produced by Mel Holder. Uh, now, Tell us about this song. Tell us what's coming up and tell us how to connect with you. All right. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, My Soul Longs After You is on all digital platforms. You can go to my YouTube, uh, just uh, go on YouTube and put in My Soul Longs After You. And mm. you can actually get a glance at my video. And it's an awesome video because what the Lord did was he spoke to me about those of us who go through different trials on the job. And sometimes mm. when you're out there working and you're dealing with secular employment, you know, I was an account manager for a Fortune 500 Ooh. company and you're dealing with secular employment, you still have those moments. Yeah. Am I talking right to somebody where you Ooh. feel the presence of the Lord and the Holy Ghost and just come on you? You don't want folks to think you're crazy. So, you know, you just, yeah. I, I'll be right back. You know, I, I, I got to excuse myself from the right. go, and you go in the bathroom and you get a little shot right. or you read a couple of verses of scripture and you come right. back re restored. And so it was right. one of those days where the Lord, I just had a longing for the Lord and I had yeah. a desire to just commune and fellowship mm. with him. And it's burped out of the psalm that says, as a deer pants for the water, uh, so my song, so uh, my soul longs after you. Mm -hmm. And that was the premise of that song. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I can't wait for us to hear it. You all just heard how to find this music and to don't, be able don't, to don't embrace forget, it. Make sure, make, make sure they go to Spotify. Make sure they go to Pandora. Yes. I, I need those Spotify numbers to come up now. Come on, guys. Go to Spotify, <laughs> Pandora. YouTube, just, um, yes, Amazon YouTube. Music. 
uh, all yes. the digital outlets you can get us. And my, my Instagram is Dr. JL Ricks. My Facebook, I want you to hit me up on Facebook, Bishop Joseph L. Rich. Yes. I'm going to bite you. Only thing I do, I might, I might you know, hold check you out first, right? Yeah, that's all. I ain't Just, just right. walk in love. But yes, right. so, you know, we're available just to minister the word of God and share the word of God. And I want to say, especially thank you to you, uh, Apostle Sharita Lovelace, oh, for having me. Because mm-hmm. a lot of folks will not go into these depths with my testimony as you have. <laughs> but I feel the anointing coming through mm. your program. I know mm. God is transforming lives Jesus. through your program. And Amen. what you're doing is not just a program. It's come a ministerial on. outreach. Mm, God come literally on. has you anointed mm, mm, mm. for global salvation. <sighs> so you cannot be contained. What it's God has it. for your life cannot mm. be contained in a 30-minute segment. But God has prepared my church and my ministry from the beginning. And mm. what's crazy is in the midst of this pandemic, yeah. God has been using this song, My Soul Longs After You, uh. to lift people's spirits. And when mm. they listened to it, they would testify that how they were feeling down and they were feeling despondent. But all of a sudden, they got a longing for the Lord. And I yes. believe that as the Lord spoke to my church, and mm. he told us to prepare for greater in the midst mm. of the pandemic, God has been blessing folks with homes. He's been blessing folks with jobs. He's been blessing them with apartments. He's been blessing folks who don't even have to go out of their house to go to work with raises. Come on. Come and on. so he is mm. able to do exceedingly abundant ah, of all that we could ask or think right. according to the power that works in us, which must be our faith. Hold on to your yeah. faith. Mm, amen glory be to god we receive it family i need you to give some hearts and some thumbs up and some comments for for the man of god everything that we have just received tonight let us chew on it and and let us continue to walk um with with the lord on our side you know let us not waver in our faith i want you all to make sure that somebody gets this broadcast on tonight shout out to the replayers those that will replay the show um where where the you are international or you are local within the U.S. We pray that God blesses you and gives you something that is victorious that you can take into the rest of this week because truly God loves you. He wants to keep his hand upon you and there's nothing you can do wrong that will make God not love you. He loves you despite it all and he's ready to pick you up, brush you off and let you keep going again and again and again again this is the place where victory repeats itself bishop like thank you that. so much for coming <laughs> on the triumphant show yes Amen. and this was a victorious time i pray that somebody yes. received their victory on tonight matter of yes. fact you all need to declare that you have the victory this week no matter what it looks like you declare it in advance that you have the victory this week um because i just believe that the enemy doesn't like the fact that you are being edified and you're being fed some manna from heaven on tonight so declare yes. the victory declare the blood of jesus that will cover you and that will keep you and make sure that you continue to tune in to the triumphant show um, every week with myself and also if you choose to be a guest don't forget you can send me an email at sharita lovelace at gmail.com make sure you follow bishop ricks on all the social media platforms you can replay this show to hear how to get the music my soul longs for you on spotify uh, everything pandora go to youtube (laughs) follow amazon we want to support the man of god because not only is the testimony great but what he he's doing is awesome and we know that what we do for Christ shall last so glory be to God so we're going to end our show tonight Bishop if there was one final word that you can just give to the people it could be a word a phrase a scripture what would be your one favorite word that we can leave with tonight 
one favorite word would be thanks be unto God that gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And victory, victory is a place, a spiritual place that we obtain after being in close combat with mm. an enemy. And so I didn't only learn that in the Marine Corps. I learned that being a child of God. So Come the on. victory is yours. The victory is ours. Amen. Glory be to God. Listen, everybody, thank Amen. you for joining the Triumphant Show with me on tonight. I'll see you next week. And make sure that you also follow me um, on all social media platforms. Be sure to catch me every Wednesday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as I co-host Late Night with Jerry Royce Live, airing on DeKalb 25, Xfinity Comcast TV. I love you all. There's absolutely nothing you can do about it. And we will yeah. see you next week. See you yes. later. Bye-bye. 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 All right.